Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Hank Alexander joins us from On the Road in Austin, Texas, where he is Director of Nationwide Marketing Group's Oasis Residential Technology Group. Nationwide Marketing Group, headquartered in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, is North America's largest buying and marketing organization for independent major appliance, consumer electronics, and home furnishings dealers. Oasis, a custom electronics and installation network inside of Nationwide Marketing Group, is the newest but fastest growing group in the CI business now with 300 members. The Oasis team has made impressive strides as it closes in on its Drive to 1000 initiative. Today, we'll learn more about the group's director and how Oasis is different from other buying and education groups, in particular, its sister group, Azione, which is also owned by Nationwide. Hank Alexander, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for being, inviting me, and it's uh, great to be here. Well, when I looked at your resume, I guess your uh, LinkedIn profile, I, I should say, uh, I was thinking you're in Denver. I, I'd never realized where you're based. Uh, you're actually in Austin. Why are you in Austin today? Yeah, so this isn't normally my background. A couple of hotel doors and a mirror. I'm in Austin for the uh, Cedia Tech Summit here. Right. So uh, nicer here than where I'm at usually. Um, my home base is in, in Wyoming, and so it's snowy and cold and windy there. And so it's nice to be down here where it's 70 degrees. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. You never know, actually, this time of year with Texas. It's a uh, hit or miss yeah. with, with that. But that's great. Good. Congratulations on that weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I would imagine having a career in sales that uh, you're you're quite the road warrior. So you're you're probably more used to being in a hotel room than than in your own home. Yeah, the, one of the first jobs I had um, in the vendor community, Mike Detmer at Niles asked me if I like to travel. And I, I said, yeah. And I said, in fact, I travel so much that my bedroom at home is set up like a Hilton hotel so that when I'm home, I know where I'm at. <laughs> so, <laughs> always, on, always on the road, always in a hotel. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the road, I most recently saw you at um, ASEAN Unlimited's um, fall conference in Nashville. And yeah. uh, I, I didn't get a chance. We, we passed in, in the lobby and I said, let's talk. And I got busy. You got busy. We never were connected. So we're going to do it in front of people, which is kind of fun. But uh, we'll, we'll catch up on on, on Oasis. I, I, I've been remiss not to have like sunk my teeth into the group's sort of activities. I've been ob- observing the releases as they come by and seeing Ted Green attending your, your big meeting this past year and reading his, his summary. And um, thinking, oh man, I should have been there, but you know, also happy that I didn't have to go on the road one more time to another meeting. But I'd love to get caught up on that. Before we do, I wanted to just kind of let people remind people who you are, where you came from, and I've I feel like I've always known you in this industry, but we've never really dug into all the different spots that you've hit. And as a journeyman sales guy in the industry, it looks like you've hit some pretty notable brands along the way, uh, starting in retail or CI, and then and working in sales roles, but you started off at Arizona state university, a well known party school. I I can't imagine that that must've really prepared you for being in the CI business. (laughs) It 
definitely prepared me very well. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny. My my folks, we visited a couple of different schools, and I got to Arizona, and I was like, "Yep, I found it." And they were really nervous at that point. Uh-oh, <laughs> we're we're in, we're in trouble. And um, it's actually kind of how I started in the AV business because about I don't know a couple semesters in, my folks were a little concerned that um, I wasn't attending classes enough. And if I was going to continue my education there, I was going to have to find a job. And um, when I moved to Arizona to go to school, one of the first stops I made was I I wound up at a hi-fi shop and I bought a pair of Klipsch corner horns and an amplifier. And so when I was told I was probably going to need a job to continue my college education, I went back to the AV store and I got a job and um, started selling hi-fi. And um, it's been a fun been a lot of fun ever since then. Yeah. So um, what, how did you move from then selling? Did, did you ever have um, a job outside the industry after you graduated or did you go pretty much direct, directly into the business from there? Yeah. Um, or did you not graduate from Arizona around. state? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. No, I did. Yeah, no. Um, okay, pretty good. much around, um, always in the industry um so in the summers i would work um i'd leave arizona and go work different places i worked in jackson hole wyoming for a while and worked up in montana for a while and i graduated and it's like okay now what am i going to do and it's like well i really like the av business and uh, wound up up in billings montana at a hi-fi shop and doing custom integration and then um just kind of continued the progression from from there um Loved the integration business. Um, it was very, very young. So we're talking um, like early 90s, uh, mm-hmm. 93-ish, 92, 93-ish. And, um, you know, but it was a fun business to get into. And obviously, Billings, Montana wasn't exactly the hotbed of integration business, but it was fun to bring it um, bring it into that market and, and, um, and then kind of work my way up from there into retail sales and then into the vendor community. Now you didn't, um, you, where, where were you originally before you went to Arizona state? Cause you were going from a cold climate. I'm assuming since Arizona seemed great. Where, where were you? Hey, uh, uh, born and raised in uh, Wyoming, Casper, Wyoming, okay. which okay, is so actually where I, where I, where I live now. Right. Um, right. So after gotcha. kind of going full circle, right back to, uh, right back to Wyoming. Okay. All right. Um, and so let's talk about just, Highlight a few of your stops along the way through the manufacturing spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, most notably, Niles. Um, yeah. I did uh, two tours of duty at Niles, one with uh, Mike Detmer and Frank Stearns. Um, the second one was after Niles had moved on to uh, under the ABC core brands and with mm-hmm. Mike Detmer and that team. Um Crestron was a highlight as well. Um, okay. Helped open that Denver office and... Um, and, um, that was a great time. Love Crestron, great product, good people. Um, so those are probably my two biggest notable stops. Yeah. And so you, you moved to nationwide marketing group, uh, and I guess it's hard. People aren't really immersed in the buying group world. And we, I'm just calling buying groups because that's kind of the general nomenclature, even though we, we've kind of evolved beyond just that. Um, as educational opera, you know, and marketing spaces and things like that. So, um, what was, when did you join nationwide originally? 
Um, almost nine years ago, It'll be nine years in uh, February. So banging on nine years here, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been it's been great. Um, you know, I was uh, at the time I was with uh, Claire, and Tom Hickman reached out to me, and they had made a change here, and. Um, we started talking and it took us a while to kind of put it all together. They were going through some changes themselves and, um, wanted to make sure they had the, the right person for the right job and what their vision was and et cetera. And so, um, yeah, it's been a fun time here, nine years. And so what was nationwide nine years ago when you joined, like, what was the, um, what, what, what was the, the, the organization focused on? Was it primarily the the retail side of things, or was there always a CI part of it? It was always a CI part, but it was very focused on um, furniture, appliance, bedding, um, consumer electronics, more retail, but we always had a custom install side of it. At the time, it was called um, SEN. And then when I came on board, one of the first things we did was um, we did an alliance with HTSA and rebranded SEN as HTSN, which made perfect sense with that alliance with with the HTSA side of things and um, continued to kind of grow it and mature that. And, and um, in 2020, I think it was in 2020, um, we broke our alliance with HTSA. Um, great group of guys still talk to John Robbins and those guys all the time over there. Um, but then in 2021, we acquired the Aussie business. And so it made sense. And so then we rebranded um, HTSN to Oasis in okay. April of this year. So that's kind okay. of the evolution of SEN, HTSN, and now Oasis. Okay. So that 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 helps me along because I do remember those different spots. And then I get confused because of the, you know, the, the breaking of alliances and things that happen. And you don't really publicize that. Um, but it's like, okay, suddenly John Robbins isn't talking about these uh, – marketing opportunities with this partnership group, yeah. right? You, know, you just don't you realize it until it's gone by. Um, so now with the ASEAN um, partnership, that that is an ownership of ASEAN. It's acquired um, as a group. So um, that it, it's basically um, a division. ASEAN becomes kind of like a division of Nationwide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, when, and I, then, when I joined, I think I was like employee 90 or something. It was a small company. I mean, Nationwide was not the organization it is today. We're over, I don't know, probably over 400, 450 employees, um, you know, acquired a couple of digital companies, acquired Ozion, you know. So, yeah, it's it's a massive, it's a completely different organization today. Okay. But it's not like just what it is. It's a marketing group. So it you provide like all these services, right? I mean, that's the big thing with the partnership with it, which it, which it was HTSA originally that they could come to nationwide and say, you've got a video production facility or something we can use. Yeah, We have a, we have a 4k uh, production studio in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta and Kennesaw, Um, you know, great partnerships with credit card swipe rates and consumer finance and inventory finance. And um, you know, any kind of marketing, there was, you know, extended warranties, you name it. There's all kinds of things that it, it brings to that. And so, yeah, we're not just a buying group. Um, that's a portion of it. But um, always joke that people join the group for programs and they stay for education and, and all the other services. 
because it's the programs are important, but they're not as they're a smaller portion of it now than they were even a few years ago. Yeah. So when you say programs, you mean like buying strength or whatever with manufacturers? A vendor, yeah, vendor program. They, you yeah, know, people join um, for those those opportunities with vendors and distributors, and they stick around because it's the peer to peer networking and the education and um, saving money on all these other services and marketing and digital and everything else that we offer. And then as you rebrand as Oasis, um, you you put kind of an initiative in place to grow that particular, uh, we'll call it a buying group um, for simplicity here within. So you've got Azion as a a member, uh, as a part of that company nationwide. And now you have Oasis that's also doing similar stuff to Azion, just had your first big event last year. Um, How is it? How do you market the two? Or how do you? You're in charge of Oasis, so you don't have to market Asium, but you may have to like compare and contrast when someone is looking to join or you're recruiting them to be a member. So how do you compare yeah. the two groups? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in September of 22, we hired Andy Orozco, and he heads up our CI team. So Oasis and Asium, and then we also have just. Um, started a commercial division, Ellipsis. And so Chris Whitley runs our commercial division. So our drive to a thousand is basically 300 in Ozone. Roughly a hundred will be in our commercial division, although that's just getting started with Ellipsis and then 600 in, in Oasis. Oh, okay. um, so that's our, that's our drive to a thousand. I'll, I'll be at about 600 in the next couple of years. Um, and yeah, for Oasis, we want to talk to people as they're coming up into the business. So typically a lot of buying groups don't want to talk to somebody till they're a million four, a million six, they're more established. And while I have those dealers and, and dealers bigger than that, um, we have dealers on the CE pro 100. So we also don't want to talk to people as they're kind of coming up in the business. So, when somebody starts to hit that seven hundred and fifty to eight hundred thousand dollar a year in revenue, maybe even a little before that, we want to start talking to them because we can help them with um, better accounting principles and process management and education. And we've partnered with Cedia, and we have the um, Cedia online education, their Cedia Academy, um, licensed for ourselves and Ozione. Um, so we can help with that education portion of it. There's a lot of things we can do. And if we can bring them along, we can help them grow from 700 to a million to a million five and on up the ranks a lot faster than they can do it on their own. And we can help build some good um, practices along the way. And we can kind of mentor people along that way. And the group works real well because the guy that's doing four or five million he didn't start out at four or five million. He started out down there at seven hundred thousand and, and below, and so he can kind of talk to those folks and help mentor them. And these are the things to watch out for. And this is what we found. And they really start to help each other out a lot. And so the dynamic in the group is um, is great because we have people of, of various sizes. Today's episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by Nice, the global manufacturer of smart home security and building automation solutions. Nice is bringing together 30 years of innovation with award-winning products 
to create a holistic ecosystem for builders, integrators, and consumers. Learn more about how you can create one home with one solution at go.niceforyou.com backslash RTT. And uh, you're probably seeing more companies, integration companies that have not been in a group. Is that accurate? For yeah, our, our biggest, um, as we recruit new members, our biggest one is yeah, people who've not been in a group before. When you look at... Um, the size of the industry, I think Cedia says there's 11,000 members roughly or whatever in, in, um, in the custom integration space. And we can account for probably two, maybe 2,500 on the top side. You know, maybe there's 3,000 people in groups. There's a lot of people that aren't in groups that should be in groups. And again, those are the people we're looking for. Um, certainly to some of the things that we're doing are attractive to people in other groups and, and that's great. We're, you know, very welcoming and, and want those people just as, as much. But, um, we really look at, you know, coming to a CDA tech summit and talking to people who aren't part of a group and should be. And what does a group do? There's always that question. Well, what's a group going to do? I'm already getting the best price or I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I buy through distribution. How can you help me or those kinds of things and just kind of helping people along the way, everybody has a different challenge. And so for us, it's about finding that key for them, whether that's education or um, buying better through a distributor or a a direct vendor or wrapping a vehicle or whatever it might be, right? There's all kinds of things we do. And so it's finding that. And and those are, again, when we come to these tech summits, we're looking for people who typically aren't in a group and should be. Yeah. And, um, I do have a question about like, just what it requires to to become a member, um, in terms of like investment and that type of thing. Um, but before we answer that, you go to ASEON, like I saw you there and being a sister organization, um, are you just there to sort of like absorb what they're doing specifically? So maybe, you know, you can kind of figure out how best to parallel that with your group or. I will say that um, Richard does of every, and I've been to obviously HTSAs and I've been to a bunch of different events. Richard does a phenomenal job with events. And so I like going to his events and look at what he's doing and um, how can, how can I plagiarize him? How can I copy what they're doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Richard, Richard. Richard um, Glex is a pro. He's been doing, he, I mean, yeah. for those who don't know the ins and outs, like, we do that. You know, Richard Glex was HTSA's um, director forever. And then, um, you know, they had a change in leadership there and he started his own group. It's bu- built it from scratch and now it's acquired and yeah. owned by nationwide. So great, great example uh, to definitely plagiarize from. Yeah, I steal from him all the time. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> idea. Um, so yeah, he does events great. And so I love going to his events and, and looking at, um, some of the things that they do and, and how they do them and then um, bring some of that over to ours, give it a little bit of our own twist on it um, yeah. for Oasis. And, and um, so that's why I'm usually there. Okay. Yeah. And so then when you're talking to folks at the CDA Tech Summit, like you're there now in Austin, is um, you know, you've got a live one, you know, for instance, you meet somebody and you give them the, the sort of sell um, pitch to join and they, they say, okay, well, what, what what's it? require for me like i have like a 
annual membership fee to get these services? What what do you tell them to get get started? They have to go through kind of a process to be approved and official. Yeah, yeah. We so we have um, our brand alignment pages, and you know we talk about where they're at in their business. What do they need help with? So that we know what levers to push and pull on our side. Um, make sure that they're a good fit with with our um, with our vendor community. Um, you know, all of those types of things. Um, it's not an annual commitment. It's oh. a, a monthly commitment. Um, okay. so we go, we go month to month, we make it easy. Um, and you know, filling out the paperwork takes, I don't know, five or 10 minutes maybe. And then we've got some onboarding. We have a, a phenomenal portal called exchange, um, where all of our distribution partners live. And we have a, um, a member net portal where all of our programs live. So we do some walkthrough on some of those different services, introduce them to different folks, um, you know, make it pretty easy. But yeah, it's it's not, there is a, a vetting process, yes, but it's not something that we take them out of the field and, and make them run the gauntlet to do. Right. And, uh, and just as far as like the the changes that have happened at Oasis this past year, um, as you kind of wrap up the year, you, you, you've launched a new website and um, you've got a dedicated sales support team. Um, so you've, you've done a lot of work there in terms of just getting the organization uh, to where it needs to be. Um, I, are you feeling good about the, the way it's all come together this year? Our membership is, is way up year over year. Um, yeah, we um, rebranded in March of 23. We hired a field team in April of 23. I did the first Oasis Summit, although we've done HTSN summits in the past, the first official Oasis Summit in May of 2023. Um, we've added a ton of new vendors, new verticals. And of course, we're always looking at emerging technologies and verticals. We're um, getting into lighting and uh, looking at power more seriously. It's not just surge suppression, but you know, we're looking at, at some of those things a little differently. Um, but yeah, the year has been phenomenal. In fact, I was talking to somebody and they're like, so what's on tap for 24? And it's like, well, 23 is going to be kind of a tough one to beat because we had, we did a lot of stuff, but, yeah. um, we've got some cool things we're working on for, uh, certainly for 2024. Yeah. I was going to ask you, uh, about trend industry trends and products, um, that are really kind of leading the way. And, and those are two categories that, uh, that I notice. obviously, um, lighting has just been a, a major topic of conversation, lighting fixture installation, as opposed to just lighting control. Obviously yep. that's been around forever and shades control, uh, and motorized shades. But, uh, um, what do you, I, it looks like you've got a, um, lighting program with, um, American lighting that was added. Uh, yep. do you have other partnerships already in place with lighting companies? American is our first, um, Jennifer and her team are the first and, um, we're building that out as we speak. In fact, um, we're going to do a podcast with Jennifer, um, I think next week for, for our members. Um, we are talking to a few others um, and start to build that out. Um, that's one of those emerging technologies. Um, looking forward to being at Lightapalooza in a few months in February in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, yeah, that is that is one of those um, definitely emerging fixtures is emerging um, vertical for us and and we're 
working with a couple of people. Uh, okay. Probably be some more partnerships in 24 around that. Yeah, I know. It's like one of those things that if you're, if you're just trying to get, you know, kind of a holistic approach, there are some pl- players there that are effective, but then sometimes you just need like a linear option. That's not part of a package with someone or an outdoor option. That's not part of a package. So I understand that's why you, yeah. you look for various partners that kind of do different things within the lighting. Um, power though, that's another one that I think is a burgeoning category, not just, you know, um, surge protection, things that we've done forever in this industry, but, but really that, uh, you know, um, connection to the, the solar and, and battery backup and, you know, power management in a big sense in the home. Um, that, that seems like for a very sophisticated integrator, that that's going to be an opportunity that's growing and specifically different markets like California and places that really solar is taking off. So, um, is that what you're observing as well? Yeah, I think there's some some things there. I think you're exactly right. Solar is one that's very interesting. Um, whole, ho- whole home uh, power backup management, those types of things are, are very important. A good friend of mine is an electrician in, in Denver, and their biggest, um, their biggest growth and their biggest challenge at the same time is um, – pulling new service to houses because everybody's going to an EV. And so, you know, it's like, well, it wasn't just a Tesla. Now it's a couple of Teslas or it's a Tesla and a Taycan or whatever it might be. And, you know, so you got to, if you've got two chargers, you have to have a different service pulled to the house and there's all of these management things. And I think that that's one of those emerging technologies and one of those emerging areas that kind of excite me a little bit is I think that there's some, some real opportunity inside of that as well. Um, solar is an interesting game. I think it's one that, um, is also emerging. It's challenging. Um, we've all seen the people, some players come and go in that space. Um, but I think it's, it's time is certainly here is, is we're right at that cusp. So there's some interesting things going on there. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I doubt that our industry like goes into solar panel installations as much as they're just having to integrate with the solar panels. Integrate and- with it. Yeah. yeah, but you, you mentioned. And I think the, it brings another. I think it brings another side of power management um, for the home too. When you dealing with solar and mm-hmm. and all of these different things and tying all of that together. So yeah, I don't think we'll see anybody in our business. I, I don't. I may be wrong. I don't know that any of our integrators are going to be on the roof putting in solar <laughs> panels anytime <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's like it, it, it's pretty uh, pretty involved trying to schedule that according to the proper you know the the rates you know fluctuations during twenty four hour period and that type of thing and there's some really great solutions out there but you have to learn about them and and make sure they're part of like your control system and all that so absolutely um, what are some of the other programs or vendors that you're working with that you might want to highlight just so folks know if they were to join your group who who some of the partnerships would be with yeah so um, a couple that we I would say were key for us adding in in 2023 and i know i'm going to leave some some off but um we added massimo so the former sound united so denon morant uh bmw polk definitive technology um and class a um i think that one that one was one that really we'd been working on for a while and so that one um was important for us and it's been a great relationship um they've got a they've got a, a really good program um sonance was another one um, so 
I used to use Sony and speakers a long time ago. They've been in the business a long time. I love those guys and their management team is phenomenal. And it's, it's crazy because, um, Tom Hickman and, and Andy and a bunch of us went out to their facility in California and are at the corporate level. The two companies are so similar. Um, great values, you know, family, all of these things. So at the corporate level, we matched up very, very well. It was kind of surprising. We hadn't kind of gotten something done with Sonance in the past, but that program is, is, um, really very strong for us. Um, obviously American lighting has been a, a strong partnership for us. I know I'm going to leave some, like, so I'm going to leave some of these off. I feel like I'm doing a, uh, Emmy speech, like, trying to <laughs> exactly. like yeah, you know, um, I know I'm going to leave somebody off of it, but, um, I can help, been I can help good. you out, Hank. Yeah. I, I can, I can list the names that you guys, uh, quoted in your, your end of your press release that I, that I use for some of my research, but, um, you've got future ready solutions, future ready. um, yep. Lowell, um, project at, uh, X360. I think those are the ones that, uh, yeah. they got highlighted and I don't know if that it's new programs, but obviously you probably have other ones that are really important as well. Yeah, those are all new ones and important. And I was just going to say future ready is another one. They've got a great portfolio of brands and things that everybody and in, all integrators are using. So it becomes kind of a, I don't want to say a no brainer, but it's, it's almost a no brainer. It's uh, and it's really good. And, and Eric and Lawrence do a good job. In fact, Eric and or well, I know Lawrence is downstairs. I, okay. I'm not sure if Eric is at these, he usually comes to these. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're connectors and wire products and all that, that just infrastructure yeah. stuff that you have to use on every job. Right. So it's really helpful. They're phenomenal brands. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, I guess, uh, as, as we wrap up, I'd love to look ahead and, you know, talk about what, what Oasis has, um, planned for 2024 in terms of just events. You said you're going to be at Lida Palooza. I will be there as well. And, late February in Phoenix and looking forward to that. Um, you've got your summit. Uh, what, what do you, how do you see growing, um, from your first ever last year, this past year, this current year, <laughs> 2023 yeah. for your first actual branded Oasis summit? Um, what, how are you hoping to evolve that event? Uh, which it looks like takes place in late April. Yeah. So it's uh, late April back in Austin. We're, uh, downtown at the, uh, hotel Van Zant late April, um, 29th, 30th, and May 1st. And um, yeah, so as we've grown, obviously the vendors, there'll be new vendors and there'll be a lot of education. Um, we'll do some lighting education. Um, we brought on a lighting designer in 2023, um, which kind of started us down that lighting path. So Bruce at Kaleidolite will be at our summit and he'll be doing some education. Um a lot of other education process management and a lot of things that we've got going on. So um, a lot of vendors, a lot of members um, registration just opened and it's already pretty strong. Uh, so registration just opened last week and um, it's already pretty strong. So um, happy to have to add more rooms to that one. <laughs> um, Light of Palooza will be big. I'll see you there. Yeah. Um, you know, continue to do the Cedia Tech Summits. And, um, you know, it's great now that we've got a team in, uh, in place and they're attending those tech summits as well. So, um, you know, whether you're in New York or you're in Florida or California or wherever, 
um, when you go to those tech summits, you'll you'll be meeting the local people there as well. Well, that's great. I, I, I'm, it sounds like you've made some amazing progress in the past year and got a good year ahead of you. And and Hank, I really appreciate your time today. It's great that we finally caught up and we could share this with other people as well. I, I appreciate the time. And um, yeah, it was nice to see you at Ozione. And um, I'm sure I'll see you at Ozione again because that's another one I'll be at this year. We'll probably run into each other. And hopefully you can make it to ours in, in uh, late April. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd love an invitation, and uh, I'll make every effort to to do that. This is your invite. Okay, <laughs> see you there. Good. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, Hank. And Hank Alexander is director of Nationwide's Oasis Residential Technology Group. You can learn more about Oasis at oasysgroup.org. And that wraps up today's show, which was produced by Residential Tech Today, IPW, and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Please check out prettyeasypodcast.com if you want professional and affordable production help on your own podcast. And if you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you watched or listened to this episode. Also check out all the latest residential tech news at our magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Thursday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. This show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcasts.com. Mm-hmm.